Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. All right, Monday, November 1st. Here we are. We're here. It's National Cinnamon Day. There's like 12 national days today, but it's also kind of like I hate November Day. I personally have a strong dislike for November. So, you know what? I'm just going to go with it's I hate November Day, but it's also Cinnamon Day. So, we're recording this and it is Halloween. And we just watched week eight of the NFL season. This is Flag on the Play episode 52, by the way. But Halloween, what do we give it this year? Halloween 2021. What's the rating? Oh, and you want to start it off? Mm, it's pretty like average. I'd say like maybe like a seven. Okay. Six and a half. All right. Something like that. It was all right. That's a replaceable it's Halloween. Cold. Yeah. I got to give it a high number. I got to give it like a nine because we were robbed wow. of Halloween for like two straight years, I feel like. And this was the first time that I'm like, oh yeah, people actually dress up on Halloween. And I got to see everybody's costumes on Instagram and Snapchat and all that stuff. And people were back partying and they could go out and stuff. So I got to give it, I got to give it a high mark just because it's back. It's back. It's back, baby. That's what it's all about. Did you dress up as anything? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I dressed up as, uh, well, whoever's watched the tv show you you know the one with that creeper yeah me and my girlfriend dressed up as i obviously dressed up as joe and she dressed up as love it's from season two so whoever any of our podcast listeners watch uh you they know what i'm talking about oh and you had quite a fit going on i just just describe it to the fans i did so i uh i did not have a costume going into the weekend but um you rallied i I was going somewhere where i was gonna need what did you say? I said you rallied and found one magically. Yeah. Yeah, I rallied. I rallied. I went and bought a bed sheet um, on Saturday night, and <laughs> I was I went as a philosopher. Nice. So Marcus Aurelius specifically, if anyone's interested. But, mm, I, I, but yeah, was. I came together. We we pulled it out. Let's go. And you had one nipple out the whole time. Yeah. Way to go. Adam was, I did, a, I did. Adam was a shark. He's dressed as a shark still. He's been wearing this for 24 hours straight. How's it going? Yeah, I actually took it off for a bit, but um, you know, I'm here for Halloween. Had to give the viewers a little treat, so rocking the shark. Let's go. And I was, uh, I was the coach. I was Dicka. It was, it was quite a fit I had going on. So just Phil's fit was fire. Phil's was you great. Know, you know, slicking that Thank hair you. back. That was fire. Yeah. That was my. It looked so good. It looked so good. It was my magnum opus. I, I really enjoyed it. But week eight, <laughs> it's in the books. We just watched Sunday night football, and. uh I had, we saw a lot of alternate uniforms today, so I want to put them through, and I want to say you just give me a yeah. like or dislike if I when I read you the thing. We had the Bills throwback white jersey at home, like, like, like. All right, Let's I'm go. with you. That was a, that was an easy one. What about black Jets uniform? Like, dislike, dislike, dislike. But I, I the Jets need to go back Disgusting. to that regular like white striped thing. Like that's your look. You can't have like a yeah. flash. The Mark green. Sanchez. Yes, the Mark Sanchez. Yeah, that's what they need to go back to. Yes. Not, we just refer to the Jets as Mark Sanchez for anything that happened from like in the 2010s. <laughs> just oh, Mark Sanchez. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Mark Sanchez. Yeah. They did Pennington, Far. Forget about them. Yeah. It was all yeah. Mark Sanchez <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> yeah. uh, Stormtrooper Saints. That's easy. That's it. That's a banger. Yes. Yeah. 
yeah all day that might be the nicest uniform in the league that's a beauty and it, chargers it navy is, is right up there with it chargers navy is a hit yeah it's a hit that's a love love that's that one, one. Yeah. that's a heart and with that's the helmets cool. too yeah. they also color the bolt navy blue nice touch I like, it. I like that as well. It, it yeah. made it look a lot sharper, and their end zones were sick today too. And last one, it was on Thursday, so you might have forgot, but we had Cardinals black, which um, I'm not a fan. Um, uh, you're red. You know, you got to stick with your identity. I like them. That's I don't know. I have a lot of good. I feel like all every time they wear those jerseys, like crazy stuff happens. But that might just be me. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of neutral on them, but yeah, I see what Alex is saying. Like, I feel like there's always some hail mary or like something crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's just the Cardinals, man. They're kind of a crazy team. I don't true, know. Yeah, true. They've always found a way. But uh, we could talk about the actual games. Now, I just had to throw that in. And actually, you know what? We're not going to talk about the actual games yet because I've hyped up the festive score clock for a week, and I didn't see a single one today. So you're talking, mm-hmm. you're listening to a disappointed man right now. That's all it is. It was brutal. I get it. You know, you put a little graphic up going in a commercial. That, you're not going to fool me. That's not good enough. I want the full setup. I want it across the ticker. That's what I'm going for. But. 100%. You check, you check the ticker like freaking 200 times in the span of a game. So remind me that it's Halloween. It's the least you can yeah. do. Yeah. I need to know. I really, because yeah. otherwise I wouldn't have known. But here yeah. we are. No, November 1st. I forgot it was Halloween for like half the day. I, too. There's, yeah, they didn't because remind Because it was like, us. I felt like I was just a regular Sunday. Yeah. They didn't remind us once that it was Halloween. They didn't, yeah. you know. It's their fault. Yeah. Not on every trick play, they always said, is it going to be a treat? They always said that one. I was like, oh. It is Halloween, I guess. Wouldn't know yeah. by the scoreboard, though. Uh, Dallas Cowboys 20 at Minnesota Vikings 16. Now, listen up. This one, it was quite a game. And I know Adam was very afraid. I watched the whole game with him. And I know with 50 seconds left, Dallas takes the lead. He looked at me and he goes, we left too much time for Kirk Cousins. I think every fan in the world felt that way. Shocking. Yeah. King of the comeback. Captain Kirk could not pull it off. It was just a stunning result. Um to be honest, I thought this was a pretty inept performance from the Vikings. You're, you're dealing with a backup quarterback. You're at home. You've had a bye week, and they looked like they had no interest in playing this game. I don't understand what goes on with them, but it was, regardless, an impressive victory for your Cowboys. So you can go ahead and do your victory lap now. A, a win with your backup quarterback on the road. Pretty nice. Yeah, I hate to say it, but um, like every team that the Cowboys beat, it seems like we come on here and we say the team wasn't trying that hard. So I feel like we need to give credit. The Cowboys are just shutting teams down, and it looks like they don't want to play anymore. So that's what's happening. Win with our backup quarterback in Minnesota. Off a bye. Let's go. Seven and one? Six and one? Six and one, seven and oh against the spread. You should be six and one. That's that's the one record that matters the most. (laughs) Yes, it really does. That one's burning my brain. What'd you guys think of this one? More of a Cowboys victory or a Vikings loss? I hate to say it like that, but you know what? I kind of don't because I hate the Cowboys. Insert the The rest. Yeah. What'd you say, bro? What? What does that mean? (laughs) What'd you guys think? Uh, Yeah. Uh, I mean, I thought it was. Go for it. No, you had it. You're you're hot. Go for it. All right, all right. I was just going to say, you know what? I thought it was really impressive by the uh, Cowboys, especially the Cowboys defense, because, you know, Minnesota was playing at home. Uh, They had, you know, most of their guys healthy there. So it was a game that on paper they should have won, especially because obviously the Cowboys had Cooper Rush in there. But, uh, you know, I was really impressed with the Vikings. They were able to force a lot of three and outs, a lot of punts. They were able to keep the game for the most part within the 30s, Um, you know. So 
I was really impressed with the Cowboys. And then Cooper Rush made the throws he had to make. They, he made the throws he had to make. Like he was clearly looked like they prepared him this week, uh, and he knew that he knew what was going on. So uh, yeah, I would shout out to the Cowboys. And then the Vikings just got to figure it out. Like that clip at the end of of Mike Zimmer just walking across the field with his nose like as red as ever <laughs> looked. Uh, like that's not a face that I would ever want to see in the locker room after a loss. Like I would be terrified if I was the Vikings any of the Vikings players because that's either you know they're just gonna get torn into it's terrifying the cameras loved Mike Zimmer today I don't know what that was about I've never seen him yeah. so much in my life he was everywhere on the field after every play what'd you think of this one Alex <laughs> yeah uh I was really impressed I didn't catch the whole entire game but I, I caught uh towards the end but Cooper Rush I mean he didn't really look like a backup quarterback to me I mean he was making really good throws that throw <laughs> towards the end there to to uh, Amari Cooper was great great toss great catch by Cooper and I'm um, I mean Dallas is def- they I trust them a lot now they're definitely contenders and I you know I'd like to think that Cooper Rush had this this good of a game given how talented their offense is I mean Cooper and Lamb both over 100 receiving yards um, we got to give credit to Kellen Moore he probably designed he, I mean he designed up a, a great game plan for Cooper Rush to succeed um, on the Vikings it's I, this is a very disappointing loss. Um, they still, it's still inexcusable. They beat you with your backup, with the backup quarterback. What would have happened if Dak was playing? Um, you kind of need to win this game. You're at home. Just disappointing loss. Towards the end, I was, you know, they had no timeouts. And Kirk, I mean, you could just look at his face, and there, there was no hope there. Like he looked like yeah. he was about to start crying. <laughs> um, tears were going to start coming out of out of the out of his helmet. Um, and, and I think Mike Zimmer should honestly just be fired at this point. I think there's been way too many chances for them to, you know, improve and, and, and become a serious contender and, and make some and win some statement games. And it's just never the Vikings never come out on top. They're just always the, the losers on prime time and, and all these, uh, they never do anything in the playoffs. So I just think uh, he's on the hot seat. He should really watch out for his job here. I think that's probably the case. He's been there a long time now. I think it's I close agree. to seven or eight years it's got to be so yeah. i mean they did have some success towards the later 2010s there but even then they should have a little more now with the roster they have you'd think um yeah this was just a disappointing one i think that minnesota could have came out a lot stronger than they did but somehow some way they are still in contention for the final wild card spot if not the favorite as uh they they duke it out with uh sam newton the 49ers geno smith seahawks and uh who am i missing here the bears the the, the bears the bears will get to the bears i have things to say about them but i hate that i'm about to ask this question the cowboys are the best team in the nfc in the nfl no, Maybe. I said NFC, buddy. No. Who's better in the AFC? Uh, no. The four and three Pittsburgh Steelers who are hot like a cracker. I don't know what to tell you. No. <laughs> NFC, though, I think it's good. They're definitely in the conversation, right? Like, there's a couple real it's good the teams there. Rams. You think it's the Rams still? I think it's the Rams, yeah. And I would also give uh, the Bucks some credit there. But I think they're neck and neck. The Bucks and the, the, Bucks and the, and the, and the Cowboys are almost on the same level for me. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be ready to commit to them just yet as probably the hottest team in the, in, in the NFC. Like I said, I think they're a real contender, but I think the NFC is just so loaded. You've got the Rams and the Bucks and the Packers coming off that crazy win in, in Arizona too, which I was very mm-hmm. impressed by. So um, although they're a great team, I, I wouldn't put them as the best in the NFC right now. I respect it. I'm going to put them right there. I think that they, you know what, I'll put them as the best team in the NFC. I hate to do it, but I will. And uh, 
we can move off this one. Talk about some more NFC. New Orleans Saints 36 at home. Tampa Bay Buccaneers 27. Now, this is a pretty impressive victory for New Orleans. They go to 5-2. and two. I picked them. I was the only one on the show that picked them. And my only thought process was that they looked so bad against Seattle that I thought they were just looking ahead to this game and couldn't wait to get home. They're another team who goes down to their backup quarterback today. Trevor Simeon walks onto the field, and I, I thought this guy was not playing football anymore. Like real estate, I thought maybe, you know, like a car salesman. Yeah. No, nothing. He just walks out in the insurance. Yeah. He walks out in the stormtrooper yeah. uniforms, and my jaw hit the floor. But he didn't look that bad, I will say. And prayers up to Jameis. Jameis suffered a scary injury. We were all kind of worried about him. Everybody on the show likes him. I mean, I was worried about him until he started doing the hum that a loop break dance in the Instagram live after the game. I mean, you're on crutches, man. Maybe chill out. And he's posting his Instagram highlights from the game. Like, what? I thought you had a torn ACL. I thought you were at the hospital. But, you know, regardless, prayers up to Jameis. I bring this up to say I have a real hot take I'd like to unleash on you guys. You guys let me know what you think. Is uh, Sean Payton calling Drew Brees this week or what? Hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. He might be. I Trevor, mm. Trevor Simeon's kind of scary. Yeah, if you're looking down the barrel with that. Taysom Hill has a concussion. He hasn't practiced since, uh, I think it's been like three or four weeks, they said. But he's probably uh, jumping through roofs right now. He's so happy. But Owen, what do you think of my take there? I would just say if they do call Drew Brees, like somebody needs to send some someone to go check up on Cam Newton, if that's the case, because that's going to be a very sad man. God. Not going to be in a great spot. No, I think he's but expecting. At this call. point, I would say it's almost more likely they. <laughs> I think it's almost more likely they go with Drew Brees and, rather than Sam Newton at this point or Cam Newton at this point. I mean, realistically, so I mean, yeah, they can go for Andy Dalton, Nick Foles, one yeah. of those. I mean. If you want to go eight and nine, sure. But, you know, Drew Brees has been there, done that. I bet he would do it. He's probably like, you know what? I'm kind of sick of this announcing thing. I'm I'm ready to do it. But I still feel like they'd go eight and nine, though. Like, Brees yeah. loves throwing interceptions. So, I don't know. He, he did have a bit of a noodle yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> he's watching Brady beat all his records. And he's like, uh, you know what? I'll come back. Uh, whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll just give it yeah. a college try. See how and it goes. And I love... I love Peyton saying uh, Jameis Winston's injury is significant. And then Jameis mm. goes and just mm. break dances all over the locker room. Not even He's yeah. using his crutches as props, basically, to help with yeah. his dance moves. He is. He got him more, some, some more elevation on that. So, so yeah. I was going to say that locker room's crazy. Like, they convert it to a club. It's wild. Yeah. Why do they celebrate? Like I've never seen the like. Like they win the Super Bowl every time they beat Tom Brady in October. It <laughs> seems like a yearly thing. Like maybe, you know what? He'll use yeah. those videos in the playoffs for motivation. Like what? Like you do this every year. How do you keep letting this happen to yourself? <laughs> seems like kind of a weird situation to me. I don't know. I would just maybe not do that. Instead, they got the smoke machine going. They're doing the, they got all the songs playing. I don't know what's going on over there, but it seems the like a good time. Mm -hmm. Shout out to them. I give it to them. But Tampa Bay, they're going into a bye next week. You put much stock in this loss for them, or you think the Saints just had a good game plan and came out firing? Oh, and you take it because you're the, I you're think, the boy. Yeah. For me, like, I feel like every year Tom Brady has, like, a loss against some scrub bum quarterback. Like, last year it was Nick Foles. It's like, you know, there'll be a year he loses to Jared Goff or he loses to, like, freaking, I don't know, Mark Sanchez. You know, there's always that one year – where he loses to a bum quarterback and everyone's like, whoa, like this guy's like human, like he can have bad games. And then he just, you know, gets hot and then wins the Super Bowl. So I'm not worried at all. 
Um, you know, I, the Saints aren't a great team. Uh, he played better in the second half, and then he just made a bad throw at the end. So I think this team is still, in my opinion, the class of the, the, uh, of the NFC and uh, one of the best teams in the league. You have so some ir- I'm not irrational worried. belief in them. And for those keeping track at home, that is the second Mark Sanchez shout out of the podcast. So congratulations to yeah. Mark. Alex, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with Owen here. I'm in Brady's, however long he's been playing, like freaking 20 years, I've learned not to doubt him and I'm not going to doubt him this year. Um, he, he literally does have like every year he loses to some scrub and we're like, is this the year Brady, is, you know, is this team ready? Are they going to repeat? Are they contenders? Yes, they're still contenders. Um, I'm not I'm not putting too much into this. You know, they lost. I think the Saints were pumped. But not going to lie, I didn't think Simeon was going to end up beating them. I thought, you know what, Jameis, he might have a good game. But Simeon beating them was a little little, uh, little weird because as soon as he came into the, my, into the game, I was licking my chops. I was like, the Bucs are covering this easy. But, uh, but I, was, I, was, I was wrong. So. Um, but, no, I'm not going to freak out over this. It's, it's a loss to a divisional opponent. It's whatever. They're going to go into their bye week, regroup, and they'll come out stronger. So. Oh, and say the Kellerman line one time for me. About, <clears throat> I don't even know what the exact line is. He says his, Tom Brady's going to fall off a cliff. You got it. Says. That's the one. There right? you go. That's what I was looking for, buddy. Way to hit it out the park. <laughs> um, Tennessee Titans 34, Indianapolis Colts 31. Uh, listen, uh, you know, I've had a few fun and, uh, to be honest, profitable weeks uh, taking Carson Wentz. Uh, I'm done. I'm, I've decided right now that I want off the roller coaster. So I'll, I will be exiting the Colts bandwagon, but they do have, I think four of their next five were against like the Jags jets, uh, the worst, the Texans, like they have a cake, row. cake schedule coming. Yeah. So, you know, the Carson Wentz redemption tour is coming, but just know I won't be fooled next time he plays an actual team. And I'm sure everybody on this podcast shares the same sentiment because that was really, really frankly disappointing. And, uh, I wanted to throw up when he threw the interception, the first one and the second one, Alex, what'd you make of this one today? You were on the Titans. Titans. So I bet you were yep. loving it. Tighten up, baby. Yeah, I was the only one to pick the Titans. Um, I, per, I, as you guys know, I don't think I've picked the Colts once this year um, for any True. of our picks because I hate Carson Wentz. You guys know that. I don't really trust him. Um, I mean, it's it's. I almost feel like it's you know one step forward, two steps back with him. Uh, you know, he had maybe an you know kind of an encouraging um, win there in in San Francisco. Uh, you know, in a tough game, and then you think. All right, here, here's the game um, that he he could beat the Titans here, gain some momentum, gain some traction in the division, and then he you know makes some boneheaded plays and they lose. Now, granted, it was still a tight game and they could have pulled away with the win, but man, those interceptions look tough. Um, you guys can talk about the first one, but the second one was as soon as that thing left his hand, I was like, uh, I think there's like three defenders uh, <laughs> where you're trying to throw it and someone's gonna pick it off, and that's exactly what happened. So uh, classic Carson Wentz, but. Yeah, great, great win by the Titans. Yeah, it was. They just keep finding ways. It's never looking that pretty, but now they have the best record in the AFC, and uh, they're looking good. But to you said I'll mention that first interception. That belongs on the uh, worst ten plays of all time list. I he he had so many options there. You, when you see them coming at you, hey, 
fall down at the one. Okay, don't do that. All right, you could take the safety. That's an option. You could throw it into the ground. Instead, he chose put the ball in my left hand and shot put it into the air as high as I can and hope that somebody He's just playing jackpot. Yeah, just <laughs> he is playing jackpot. Jackpot alive, and he just chucked it up there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what'd you make of this one, Owen? You were on the Wentz train as well, so <clears throat> I was. So I came into the game. I was kind of my thought process was: look, it's almost a must win for this. Is like almost the uh, Colts season. Uh, they're coming off a big win in the sense that, you know, if they wanted to win the division, this is a game they need to win. They'd lost to the Titans before the record, you know, they, they've already dropped some winnable games early in the year. So this was a game that they kind of needed to win in, in a lot of ways. And they'd obviously come off a big win against the Niners. Carson Wentz, I had kind of, I kind of uh, drank the Kool-Aid on Carson Wentz a little bit. Uh, I thought he was, he was uh, 2017 Carson again. Um so I was watching uh, I, I was watching that and I was thinking that, you know, they're going to come into this game and they're going to really have a reason to play hard and play well. And uh, I didn't account for Carson Wentz being like um, Jameis Winston, I guess, because that's kind of what he's kind of become. He's like fixed a lot of the mechanical errors, like issues that I think he had last year. But now it's just like decision making problems, I think, is, is kind of the new his new thing where it's just like he'll just throw the ball up sometimes. <laughs> And just or just throw it like just misread like I don't panic and just like revert to like his first read or some of the stuff he does it's it's bizarre but uh, I think I'm with you Phil I think it's I don't have uh, I don't have the like it's too stressful for my like heart and my and my mind oh it'll to take deal with this anymore years so I'm, I'm exiting the bandwagon too yeah it it's, it's it will an excruciating watch and he is an all-time oh i got this yeah. guy that's exactly exactly what goes through his head oh yeah. i i got him well here let me just and then it just yeah. right in the other guy's hands um adam what take do you think your boy cowherd's cooking up to defend carson wentz tomorrow what's his like a block what what comparison is he going with what's he saying is he saying not all stocks are linear he's used that one before so <laughs> could go back to it that would be a good coward one. I, I don't know. He's going to pull something out like Carson Wentz has the talent but not the brain or something like that. Mm. He's just going to cook something up we've heard before, and we're not going to like it. There you go. I can see it coming right now. But shout out to Tennessee. Gutty victory for them. Now, uh, speaking of gutty victories, this is what we call a transition. <laughs> How about a 15-10 victory on the road for Ben Roethlisberger's Pittsburgh Steelers? That's right. That's right. They're back. They were 1-3, and three, left for dead. They've rallied back to 4-3 and three in their next two are against the, I think it's the Lions and somebody else they could maybe beat. I don't know. It was some 500 team. You Bears can, on Bears. Monday. Oh, they, they, come on. We could beat the Bears. But here we go now. And uh, the Browns. Back to where they belong. Bottom of the AFC North. This is uh, where they've been for my entire life. I'm looking forward to see them there again. Now, we talked on this show last week about windows in the NFL and how the Chiefs' window is maybe closing because they you know, have so much debt into their quarterback and to these other positions. You think you look at Cleveland and you think this team might have missed a window last year to succeed. They were in that game. Mahomes gets hurt. And you can see sort of this year the cracks are creeping in with that quarterback. Now they got to make a decision if they want to pay him. Odell only had one target today, one catch, six yards. I mean, it seems like a bit of a waste of a situation there. I'm curious to see what you boys think about it, though, Alex, if you want to shoot there. Yeah. Um, when you look at the Chiefs, I think they still have, you know, Patrick Mahomes. He's probably still a top five quarterback in the NFL given his struggles. Um with the Browns, though, they don't have their quarterback of the future. 
So that just makes it 10 times worse. They invested so much around him because they did think he was the quarterback of the future, both offensively, defensively. Um, I mean, you could even say they drafted pretty okay. Um, they've dra- Obviously, since they've been drafting so high in the lottery forever. But um, Baker's just not it, man. Like, he's not it. You can't... The, the Steelers, the, they're an okay team, you know? But... You, we think, you know, he's going to come back here and he's going to gonna help the Browns. But I almost thought they would have been better off with Case Keenum. Just Baker, I I don't know what to think of him anymore. He gets absolutely shredded on that one play. I don't know who which which player hit him, Phil. He smoked bad, him right yeah. into the freaking Browns bench, man. Oh, into the bench. Yeah. And Baker, oh, like... Celebrates. Yeah. <laughs> like he gets up and gets hyped. He gets like you just got freaking nailed into the bench, man. Like that's and you're not, losing, and you're losing. Don't worry about celebrating. And I swear he was gonna start celebrating with his left shoulder and and f that thing up even more. But thank God he remembered to celebrate with the right one. Um, it's just that kind of thing. I think he's just super, you know, glitz and glam, and it's not it's not as as much about winning for him, you know. Um, so it's it's tough for the Browns. I think their their windows closed. Because they can't do anything with Baker. You're declaring it closed officially. Yeah. Are you agreeing with that, Owen? <clears throat> yeah. You know what? I think the window. This was the year for them, especially considering how Kansas City's played. Uh, and it obviously, like at this point, I would be given the schedule they have coming up. If they can finish above 500, I think that's almost, you know, that, that's unlikely at this point. Um, but yeah, I think it's really disappointing. I think that play that Alex mentioned kind of encapsulates really well what Breaker Mayfield is as a quarterback. And I don't think it's a competitiveness issue because I think he really does care about winning. And I think that's why he got hyped up at the end of the play because, you know, he kind of got, you know, his he rocked a little bit and he's like, he's fired up, right? Because he got the first down, whatever. I think that's kind of how he is. He's an emotional guy. But uh, that's like a that's like a Baker Mayfield play for me in the sense that he goes through his reads, right? And the throw he wants isn't there. And so what does he do? He takes off and tries to run for a first down because he's not really capable of making other plays with his arms beyond the plays that are kind of spoon fed for him in the, in the offense. So, you know what? I think as he's a competitor, I'll give him that. But I think as a quarterback, he's really limited. Uh, and he's on, he's not really able to do the things that elite quarterbacks can in the league where it's going to your second, your third read, you know, getting out of the pocket and then keeping your eyes downfield and making a play. So, yeah, I think at this point, their window is uh, with the with the way the Bills are playing and with the way that Baker's just having a train wreck of a year. I think uh, their windows is is closing if it's not closed already because this year nothing's happening for them. It's it's been a rough watch and that play. I mean, you're losing by five at home to Ben Roethlisberger in 2021, and I love my team as much as anybody, oh, but you are in no position to celebrate anything right there. I don't know, but. Okay, I want to talk about Miles Garrett's Halloween costume. Um, oh my god! Because here's the thing: you hate to see a good stand-up guy like Miles Garrett, who's never done anything wrong, dress up <laughs> like that and lose. You, you hate to see that. But my main thing, so if you didn't see it, is he had a cape. He was some sort. What was he? He was like a pumpkin, uh, like Grim Reaper. Grim Reaper. Yeah, but he had a pumpkin face. Grim Reaper. So yeah. It was kind of like a light-up pumpkin face. But he had a cape, if you missed it, and had the names of all the quarterbacks he sacked on there. But I actually slowed down the video. I wanted to see some of the names, and I couldn't help but notice um, he had Colt McCoy, Jeff Driscoll, Chad Henney, Trevor Simeon, 
Landry Jones, and I watch a lot of football, and I don't think I've ever heard of a guy named L. Falk who was on the back of his shirt. So, um, Luke Falk? Yeah, me, is, that who, is that who he is? I don't know. I've, I've watched a lot of football, and I, I was not familiar with L. Falk. But you know what? Maybe tell the designer, like, leave those ones off. Like, I'll, like don't worry about those for now. Like, I'll just take care of the big names right now. That maybe would have been my play, but I don't know. I'm not him. So are you, are you down with keeping them all on there? No, he definitely should have kept those ones off. Sorry, I just wanted to add quickly for the Miles Garrett thing. Him, him adding those names is like you know when your teacher just gives you like a freaking freebie and you're going out bragging to everybody you got a hundred percent. It's like, bro, like come on, it's not that impressive. Here's like, a relax. group project, man. Like, hey, did you see my, uh, did you see my uh, gym grade? It's like, okay, nice. Yeah. That's an expectation. I got an A in gym. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty sick. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Patriots 27 at Chargers 24. The kiss of death on the Chargers when Alex put them as his lock of the week. That was really yep. that. that if you had him, you knew you were hooped right then and there. But uh, do, do we give the Patriots any credit here? I think they look damn good today. And they played a heck of a road game. Mac Jones just keeps looking better and better to me. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes and he takes care of the ball. As much as I hate to say it, I think the Patriots are actually looking pretty good and peaking at the right time. Would anybody disagree with that one? I just think Mac Jones looks good when he's just has all the time in the world, and I don't think the Chargers have a lot of pressure up top. So he just had all the time to do whatever he wanted, and it worked for him. I think that's fair. Yeah, so Chargers have an issue there, in I my opinion. I mean, can't just rely on Joey Bosa. Yeah, and we could could you? I mean, you could take this either way. You could talk about the Patriots or the Chargers, but the Chargers. Do we slightly overrate them even after they? You know they whooped cleveland and we all made such a big deal out of it and cleveland's certainly come back to earth and now they got two straight bad losses whichever way you want to take it there you guys go for it Owen, if you want to shoot yeah i mean i think they are a really talented team their defense uh their secondary is 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 good i think i agree with uh adam a little bit that the pass rush is maybe not what they'd hoped it would be especially with joey bosa there um, but you also have to factor in, in a game like this. I mean, the Patriots have probably a top five offensive line in the NFL, so it's going to be tough to get pressure um, regardless. Um, but, you know, I think the Chargers, I think they are still a legitimate contender. I think, uh, you know, I think Herbert had a, had a bad game from what I saw. He was missing throws that I think he normally makes. Uh, and he, he just didn't look like he was comfortable for whatever reason like it was not the herbert that i'm accustomed to seeing because usually he's he's pretty pinpoint accurate with his throws and uh today he had you know that pick six and he just was he's bounced a couple throws through a couple balls behind guys so it was weird it was strange i don't i don't know what exactly it was i mean um at some point i'm sure the patriots were generating some pressure on him but it was just it was strange but you know i think that aside uh they they are a legitimate contender. I think their losses to the Ra- their loss to the Ravens was obviously bad, and and that's a really good team. Um, and then uh, in a week like this, I think uh, it could have gone either way. But I mean, the Patriots obviously, you know, Bill Belichick's really good against young quarterbacks, and uh, they dialed up a good game plan. Mac played well. Uh, he's able to work well within the system and and make the throws he needs to make. So you know, this is a game you lose, but I think in, in the grand scheme of things, the Chargers will be fine. Yeah, I don't I don't want to panic too much on the Chargers either here. I, I was pretty confident in them, you know, coming off the bye week um, that they'd cook up a game plan. You know, Phil gave us the best uh, convictions here uh, last week. Uh, I was I was sure they'd win. But, 
you know, it wasn't meant to be. Um, but I, I still think that the chargers are extremely talented. I've, I've seen a lot from Herbert and, and I trust him. Um, on the Patriots, I don't, I'm not gonna hop on the Mac Jones bandwagon just yet. Cause the, the, fir- the, the, they were what three and four coming into this game. And the three wins were against the jets and the Texans. Um, mm. so sure, you know, impressive win against the chargers, but I'm going to have to wait here on, on Mac Jones. Like Adam said, I feel like, you know, he does have a lot of time when the game slows down from, if he can check down the freaking team to death, that's, that's the recipe for success, um, for Mac Jones. So, uh, he didn't even have a passing touchdown today. So, uh, maybe toss toss a touchdown here for me so I can, you know, trust you a little bit more. Um, and and maybe preferably to Myers. Myers yes. Yeah. We're still waiting. We need one for Jacoby Myers, who actually caught a two-point conversion today. But, yeah. I mean, come on. And he's an so asshole close. for not throwing a Jacoby Myers. Um, <laughs> exactly. Forgetting his, so we're, I'm not forgetting that, Mac. Um, but I kind of feel like, you know, Kind of what Owen mentioned with with Baker, you know, when when Max being spoon fed a lot of the plays and 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 Belichick designs the the whole game plan for him, he's he, he can succeed. But I want to see him in, in more crunch time situations and pull out some some more impressive wins before I uh, hop on the bandwagon. I can get down with that. I see the vision. Um, Cincinnati Bengals thirty one, New York Jets thirty four. Oh, and this one's all about you, buddy, because uh, I need to check in with your mentals. You've been banging the Zach Wilson drum. And then this guy, Mike White, comes in today. And I'll read you a stat and then let you go here. But list of quarterbacks who have thrown for 400 yards in their first career start, Cam Newton and Mike White. So how does that make you feel about your boy, Zach, who's uh, all of a sudden in a bit of a job controversy, I could say. Might be the new face of unemployment, as I messaged you. Um, yeah, definitely not an overreaction there at all. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for, I didn't see a ton of this game, uh, but I saw enough to, I mean, Mike White was balling. That's all you could say. Like he played really well. Uh, and, uh, you know, he looked impressive. I think at the end of the day, he's a good quarterback. Like he, he's at least in the game, he, he played well, but, uh, but yeah, I mean the Cincinnati Bengals, I think this is my new theory that I have is that these teams coming off big wins, they always lose the next week. And you best believe on on uh, Thursday you're going to be hearing a lot about this in my picks because this is my new betting strategy: is you just bet against the teams that won big the week before because of the winning hangover. Mm. And I'll uh-huh, so I'll get some numbers on that maybe. And uh, that's what I think this game was: is the Bengals had a big win, um, and then they came into this game and there's a little bit of a, a hangover there. You know, you spend all your energy trying to beat this one team, and then the next week you're like you know you're you're not as focused and then the jets can can go in there and uh make something happen with mike white didn't we try that with the pass this week owen that same strategy um they won big and then we wanted to bet against them wait who did they beat i forget like 54 zero i thought they lost to the cowboys oh Oh, no they beat the uh jets but yeah that's it that's a jet you don't even get up for a game like that sometimes so that doesn't really count like they yeah they won that game before the ball was even snapped like before the second quarter even started so that one was like they were started they started thinking about the chargers by the time halftime hit that game they started game planning for the chargers i like that so it doesn't count it happened with the bucks yeah, this week they beat the beat the breaks off the bears and then yep. uh, all of a sudden no oh, letdown game 
So I kind of like your strategy there. Yep. I see the vision. What do you yep. make of this Jets performance there, Alex? Or do you think? Yeah, it's just I didn't. The I didn't. I mean, I think I was kind of speechless, but I think Owen diagnosed it pretty well. Um, I thought the Bengals just couldn't put them away for for some reason, and and the Jets were were fighting all game. I, I was surprised that um, the Bengals couldn't get it done, but I guess they just underestimated the Jets. Um, and, and given Mike White, um, shout out to him, man. Great, great game. I don't know what else to say. Uh, I think the Bengals were up quite a bit too there. Um, and then and then the Jets just stormed back and, and won it um, at home. So I, I don't know. I, I was very high on, on the Bengals and this kind of – you know, kind of cold water here. So they just I don't had know to what remind to you that they were the Cincinnati Bengals. That's what they had to do. I, exactly. You're right. They just reminded me that they were the Cincinnati Bengals and, and I've got to come back down to earth here. So yeah, kind of disappointing loss. It was, it was a bad one. Um, is, is no, I think there's no person in the world who's more bummed out right now than Joe Flacco. Him standing there with his clipboard, watching his job, the one the 1% chance he had at starting next week slowly disappear in front of his eyes. Man, that's got to sting. Joey Flacco is not loving his life right now. I can tell you that much. <laughs> that would be my guess. But uh, football, you know, it's a funny game because Cincinnati uh, dog-walked the Ravens last week and, and then the Jets have somehow beat the Titans and the Bengals in the span of a month. Um, it's a funny game. But the regularity is that the Bengals will bangle and even when the Jets win, mm-hmm. they lose because now they have a problem with the second overall pick quarterback. <laughs> and there's just, it's just the Jets are going to jet. It's just written in the stars. Yeah. Even when they win, they'll just find a way to lose in the end. Um, last one here that we can go before the rapid fire section hits because the rapid fire section will hit this week. Trust me. Um, San Francisco 33, Chicago 22. Um, Justin Fields makes the play of the year. And the Bears follow it up with a missed convert and then surrender a four-play 75-yard drive to choke the game away. So the, the Bears are going to find a way to bear at the end of the day. But I guess, I mean, up, I mean, how do you feel about this one, Adam? You're, I discovered today that I'm the only Jimmy Garoppolo stan in the world. So you have the floor because it was a big day for your boy. I don't know if you discovered that today. I've been hyping him up for a while. I think he's a winner. Um, I don't know. This game was like for the last wildcard spot in the NFC because it's going to be between these two teams. And uh, I like Jimmy today, so I don't think they need to play Trey Lance. Jimmy can run the ball too. We saw that, two rushing touchdowns yeah. today. Brandon Ayuk came back, yeah. two-point conversion two today. Points. So uh, they're they're getting rolling. Good, because you know that I'm the biggest Kyle Shanahan fan out there. I'm a <laughs> Shanahan fan. Everybody knows that about me. <laughs> What'd you make of this game there, Alex? Yeah, um, very very interesting game. I I thought the Bears might you know come out here with the win. Obviously, Justin Fields had a pretty good game, freaking one hundred and three rushing yards. It's really good, um, and and I think they were able to put up a decent amount of points. It's just um, I didn't actually watch a lot of this game. I was just kind of uh, scoreboard watching, and every time they'd score, I'd feel like the 49ers needed like three or four plays to get inside the red zone again. Um, my God, that defense is bad. Um, and that was something, you know, people were hyping it up before the season, you know, watch out for the Bears defense. It might be one of the reasons that uh, they stay afloat. But holy crap, man, they can help fields out at all. Like, you know, they couldn't stop anything. Um, and, and that was definitely the, the, the difference in the game, especially late there, um, getting that two point convert and then getting those touchdowns. So um, really disappointing um, performance by the uh, Bears defense. 
but encouraging performance by Fields. I, I, I think I yeah. think we're starting to see. You know, Fields is is uh, is definitely the future, and he's a very capable uh, young quarterback. Yeah, definitely. And no Khalil Mack today for the Bears D, but uh, well, no Matt yeah. Nagy too. But Owen, oh, is it a coincidence ah, yes. that uh, is it well, Justin Fields had his best game and Matt Nagy was on the couch? Is that is that a coincidence to you? <laughs> No, it's not a coincidence. And can I say when I saw that play live that you're talking about the scramble and then touchdown, I think it was he ended up scoring a touchdown on that play, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right? he did, yeah. Yeah. No, that was one of the most that was one of the craziest plays I've ever seen live in a football game. Like that was they had him dead to rights like three times and he managed to get out of it. That was like that was crazy. I thought it was I like my jaw hit the floor. I had to see it like three times before I could even process what happened. But yeah, he looked really good. Uh, and, uh, I mean, when you have somebody like back Nag- Matt Nagy, who can't really scheme plays and can't really, doesn't really know what he's doing out there as far as, uh, schemes and personnel and like who, who his quarterback is and what his skill set is and what his talents are and what he kind of plays he should be running, uh, it makes things harder. So, you know, when he was, uh, I hope he, uh, maybe give him an extra week. I heard, you know, COVID can get, there could be some rough, rough, uh, rough cases. So maybe, you know, extra cautious, give him another week. That's very kind um, of you. That's you got a big heart. Yeah, you got a big heart over there. I know, I know. I'm just looking out for my guy. And then the other thing I'll say is, uh, I to Alex's point, I think the uh, Bears defense, like, wow, it was like a, it was like a sieve. Like, <laughs> I was uh, every time I would look down at my phone, I would get a big play alert. Uh, Eli Mitchell ran for 35 <laughs> yards. Every, like literally, I got that four different times. Which I mean, I was enjoying it, but uh, the Bears, like, they need to, they need to figure that out. Like, do something. I, I agree with you. They're, they're still in the hunt for that atrocious last <laughs> NFC wild card spot. It's just destined to be the Bears. It, it, the sacrificial yeah. it'll, it'll be, and then the they Bears. won't make it. Yeah, exactly. They're the Bears. Absolutely yeah. kicked in the uh, yeah. wild card. It'll be game. a good Nickelodeon game. It will be a hell of a Nickelodeon game. You're exactly right. Now uh, we we ran a little long, so we could boat race through the uh, rapid fire section here. We got uh, Carolina 19, Atlanta Falcons 13. All I got to say on this one is uh, Matt Ryan got cleated. I don't know if you guys saw this, but he yep. got his hand stepped on oh, by a cleat yep. and he was just spewing blood like literally everywhere. It was all over the towel and uh, he immediately, I mean, he stays in the game and uh, promptly throws an interception. I think on the very next play with just blood gushing out of his hand. Hey, buddy, maybe just go to the bench and get that fixed up in the meantime because I think you're a little <laughs> preoccupied if you're playing with a cleated hand. But that's all I got on this game. It's a free play. Shoot. It's a free play. Because he's like, I can throw this ball wherever I want and I will get no shit for it because my hand was bleeding. So I think that's what went through through his head. It's a great point. Also, RIP Sam Darnold, because that was one of the hardest hits I've ever seen in my freaking (laughs) life. Oh my God. That helmet came off him so freaking quick. I thought he died. I'm not even joking. Oh, oh, you could see the car. That was hilarious. Halloween, you could see his ghost. And he has a yeah. history with ghosts. <laughs> it popped up on the field. My God. That was such a funny play. Oh. That was I was literally dying on my couch watching that. <laughs> he tries to lower the helmet and just run over a linebacker. Oh my God. <laughs> He's Sam it Newton, so baby. Funny. He, he got what hyped he wants. too. He got hyped so too because funny. he had like a decent running play that like maybe a couple plays before that. He's like, okay, I can do it again, uh-huh. and then bang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Shout out to Sam Newton. Um, Buffalo Bills twenty six, Miami Dolphins eleven. Uh, Josh Allen's just really good, and I think the Bills like, 
you know, this wasn't really their day. The Dolphins are kind of playing for some kind of pride, I guess, at this. I don't know. What are the Dolphins playing for, really, other than just money um, at this point? But the Bills didn't really have much today. It wasn't their day, and they still found a way to win by two touchdowns. So I guess credit to the Bills. you have anything on this one? I think the highlight today was uh, first career push in show history for lock of the week. Yes. Owen got the push. Owen was Bills minus 15 in the lock of the week category, and now he moves to three, four, and one. He got a tie. Congratulations. No. You're welcome. Yeah. For all the fans yeah. and all. A man of few words. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Don't celebrate the accomplishments. That's right. Yeah. Anything on this one, Alex? If you have no, you just say no and we keep going. No, because Red Zone's fault. They didn't really show the game, so not my fault. That's right. It True. was three three at halftime, yeah. so I think yeah. they were kind of dealt a bad hand there. Exactly. Um, football team ten, Broncos seventeen. Uh, shout out to fan oh, of the show. Uh, oh, geez, you, you're putting it harsh to the word "sucked." Um, but shout out to fan of the show Scott, who listens to every episode, who I met yesterday. Broncos got the win for you today, my friend. He's a big Broncos fan, so I had to put it in there for him. Congratulations! But uh, the Broncos are four and four, and. Uh, Wow, that is a bad four and four. Jeez, good Lord Almighty. Yeah, they had to preserve the lead. They they just had to run out the clock. Instead, they dropped back to pass on second down, throw Teddy Bridgewater instead of sliding and keeping the clock running, throws it into the dirt. There's 10 seconds of dead air on the broadcast. They don't even know what to say. And then Mark Schlereth just goes, that makes no sense at all. Um, it, it doesn't. They they fumbled the next play. They cut back to Vic Fangio's face and just gasping for air. Uh, what an uninspiring four and four. That's all I got here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's all I got. Too. Yeah. That you is got it all. Not a good. <laughs> Nothing team. else to say. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Called it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I covered the base. Um, Seahawks thirty one at home. Jaguars seven. Uh, Again, this one's on me. I would confession time, like a type of intervention thing. I uh, I relapsed onto the Jaguars this week. <laughs> I did too. Sorry, because uh, everybody, yeah, everybody I took the knows. Oh, congratulations, Congrats, man! Yeah, Thanks. That's Thanks, great. guys. <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows that when I take the Jags, they lose. When I don't, they win. But, but the yep. highlight of the game didn't come from the game. It came from the ticker on Sunday Night Football that I caught during Football Night in America. The guy put under the score, he said, Jaguars 0-6 in North America this season. Undefeated in Europe, though. So, pretty impressive. Yeah. They have that one home win. That's all that's really important. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, They have the one home win. You win at home. <laughs> yeah. And they did. <laughs> Taking care of business. <laughs> um, also, now that we lost Jameis Winston, I would like to nominate Geno Smith as Mr. Anything Can Happen because, whoa, yep. boy, that guy's got some moments in him. <laughs> it's either 10 yards too far or 10 yards too short or in the receiver's hands or in the defensive back's hands. Every play is an adventure. So shout out to Geno, Mr. Yeah. Electricity. Shout out Geno, too, because this is the first game he's won since 2016. Wow. So also, I, have to, I hope he's celebrating. I have to give him some credit. That offensive line is so bad. I, I watched about oh. half of this game. My God, they can't stop anything. So I'm going to give some credit to Gino here. When he has some time, he honestly makes some decent plays. When he's a little rushed, maybe not the best plays. But wow, that offensive line is shit. So Gino, Gino stood in there. Good on him. What a trooper. Yeah. Hang in there, buddy. A couple more. Uh, Los Angeles Rams 38, Houston Texans 22. Uh, 
Picking against the Texans is literally the easiest thing in the world. I just boot up the spreads every week and I go, huh, that's a lot of points. And I just take the favorite every single time. It's really not that difficult of a process. So I, that's really all I have on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like uh, Go ahead, Adam. I was just going to say they almost snuck in the back door. That kind of scared us. Oh, I was refreshing the game. You best believe I wasn't actually watching it, but I was refreshing the score on my phone like a madman. <laughs> Yeah, I was just going to say, like, it's funny how every game on the broadcast, they'll talk about how much Davis Mills is improving, and then it'll cut to his stats, and it'll be like 60 yards, <laughs> two, two, like two interceptions. <laughs> like, he's getting better every game. Like, coaches, they have nothing but positive things to say, uh, and it'll be like 38 to zero, two, two interceptions, 60 yards. So, he's getting better. Shout out to Davis Mills, Mr. Longneck. Mr. Neck himself. Friend of the show. He, absolutely, yeah. he is. And uh, shout out to the Texans fan who gets featured on Hot Take of the Week every like three months because, I, like I said, I follow the guy on Twitter and I got a big laugh today because it was 38 to nothing and I refreshed and all I saw was his tweet and he just said, this is really hard to watch. I said, <laughs> <laughs> feel for you, bro. Tyrod's coming back soon, though. So, you know, shout out to them. Um, last one. Philadelphia Eagles, 44. Detroit Lions, 6. Oof. Oof. It was bad. The, the Lions are just woeful. They are, they are next upper echelon level of terrible. And Philadelphia somehow has three wins. Lord knows how they got the three wins, but uh, I must have missed them because today, I mean, who saw that coming today? We all took Detroit, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think we should just give up on the whole Detroit is a good team narrative. Like, not good, but we keep saying they're better than the record. A bad team. I think they are the record. You know what? I think you're right. 0-8 might be justified. Are you swearing off the lines, both of you? No. I'm not swearing them off. I'll probably take them next week. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I think we were kind of saying this all this stuff when they lost to the Bengals, and they came out the next week and almost beat the Rams or made it, had a competitive game against the Rams. So I think they, uh, they're they a weird team, uh, and they're really bad. But I think they'll, I think they'll win a game this year, and go. I'm going to pick the game they win. Let's go. So I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. yeah, are I you mean, swearing them off? No, uh, because like I'm still impressed that they didn't lose by like 100 to the Rams, and they like almost beat the Ravens. Mm-hmm. So basically, any like contenders that they face for the rest of the year, I think I'll pick them to at least cover the spread. Mm, that's smart. Uh, that is a good point. If you want to talk covering the spread, I actually looked this up today during the game because I was interested. Lions are four and four against the spread this year, and in in order, it's gone win loss win loss win loss win loss so they lost this week so look for the win next week that was a terrible thing to tell they're us going into week. the bye week though are they, no they're against uh pittsburgh i'm pretty sure oh no, no they no. are in the bye oh, they are is that considered no, no, they got the bye week now oh bye and then pittsburgh so now so it's what are we reset. counting the bye as a win all right so loss against pittsburgh i can get that. so does it carry over and then the browns that'll for sure be a cover yeah. Does it not? If not, they might win out right. Yeah, we got to put. Yeah, some, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Might win out right. Yeah, but Baker's gonna be fired up down ten in the fourth of that one for sure. So yeah, he'll be yeah, fist bumping. Yeah. Be on the lookout. Yeah. Uh, there it is. That is week eight of the NFL. Pretty good week, all in all. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it, and Thursday night was good too. So, what'd you guys make of this week? Hey, it was a great week. It's not over yet. I, I, oh. We got a big game tomorrow. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. That's a tilter tomorrow <laughs> of the freaking two and five, three and five teams, whatever the hell the records are. I think you can't got wait, your DVR yeah. set over there, buddy. You don't have to sound too excited. Oh, yeah. 
Shout out to the NFL for giving us a good Thursday night game for once, though. That yeah, was you're like right. a good little gift. And they're doing yeah. it back-to-back because we got Jets-Colts this Thursday, too. Wow, let's go, dude. I'm, I'm going to be watching that yeah, one. Yeah, sure. Roger's earning that $128 mil a year. Don't worry. He's really earning yeah, it. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's got it running like a well-oiled machine. Um, Let's get to winners and losers now, and let's do it. Who Owen, do you want to go first, buddy? Yeah, I can go first. <clears throat> So my first winner here is uh, is actually Scary Movies, uh, and one scary movie in particular. It's called Insidious. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. No, um, I've seen I've seen but... a couple of them. Okay, yeah, because there's a, quite a few. I think there's like maybe what three or four something like that. Yeah, it's quite a few. But uh, there was a study conducted conducted by a. Uh, a organization called Broadband Choices, and it determined that Insidious is actually the scariest horror film. And I don't know exactly how that study was conducted. They probably did something with like, I don't know, heart rates or something like that. I don't know, I'm not a scientist. Good guess. But, good uh, guess. <laughs> that's actually a pretty good but, guess. Uh, a little bit of blood pressure yeah. and heart rate, that's all you need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little bit of blood Yeah, that does be my guess. And they concluded that Insidious is the scariest horror film. So, okay. uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Insidious. It's a, it's a good movie. I, I've seen it. I saw it like a long time ago, like maybe four or five years ago. And I remember it was really scary, especially that scene with the red guy, the red face in the room. Uh, you know like the last about? scene where it just shows him. Yeah, I think so. Just his yeah, face. Yeah, I threw my popcorn up in the air. That actually yeah, that was terrifying. Me. Yeah. Like not even lying. Have they? Uh, no, it was actually really scary. Have they watched 2021 Ben Roethlisberger as the scariest movie of all time? Because it's, uh, <laughs> it's getting close. Dude, he's steamrolling through teams, though. Oh, he is. and he. No, Phil, you're being selfish. It's actually Mayfield mm. 2021. Yeah. My bad. Dude, that's... Hand up. <laughs> you got a really good quarterback, buddy. You shouldn't be hating. I do. He's got a heck of an arm. Could yeah. be worse. Mm-hmm. Could be worse. <laughs> you have another one there, Owen? I do. And then my second winner, and Phil actually uh, kind of teased it, but uh, it's Roger Goodell. And I think, you know, I'd say on this podcast, we're pretty pro Roger Goodell podcast. We're big fans of, uh, we're big the Protect the Shield guys. Absolutely. Uh, and so there was a private meeting of with team owners this week in which it was disclosed, uh, in which Roger Goodell's compensation for 2019 through 2021 was disclosed. And for the past two fiscal years, he has made approximately $128 million, of which I would say 128 are absolutely deserved. Um, yeah. Name another guy who can get a collab and who can get a, a full league-wide collab with Ed Sheeran. Okay, you can't do that because there's can't. not. There's not. You can't. Name another guy who can get a full season going in COVID um, and have it like just work like a charm. You can't you do can't. it. And who can like fight like a, a lawsuit against the Patriots and Tom Brady like every other year? You can't because there's not. So honestly, pump those numbers up. Let's get that. Let's get it to a crisp like 150 maybe. Um, because Roger, he's doing. You know, he's working so hard and so long. Uh, let's get him paid, please, because yep. this is getting ridiculous. This low, these low wages. Yeah, yep. we got to get him. Um, so yeah, those are my winners. Look at you go. I was going to mention Jameis Winston, but we already covered it. Mm, The dancer. (laughs) What you got, Alex? So uh, my first winner here is uh, Aaron Rodgers and his hair. Because the OGs actually remember, not too long ago, we said that um, we were kind of roasting Aaron Rodgers and his hair for growing it out. It looked nasty. And we said the only exception was if he was growing it out for Halloween costume. 
and I think it definitely got a pass, uh, at least not from me. Um, he he ended up dressing up as John Wick, and he reenacted like uh, one of the photos where it's him with his dog. So he re- reenacted that same photo, had some great makeup on, had some scars on his head, some blood, um, and he basically grew out his hair so he could look like John Wick. Uh, shout out Keanu Reeves. Um, so he's definitely a winner because I think that was a great Halloween costume, and uh, and it turns out you're you're growing out your hair was a great choice. Mm-hmm. We called him a creep, and we called him the guy we who called was- him a creep telling kids to go on the water slide. We call them a creepy uncle. I hate to bring all these things up. I hate to bring all these things yeah, up again. I know. But, uh, you know, I guess we have to give him his due. Good work. Yeah, because we made a promise, and we keep our promises. It's an honorable podcast. Yes. Absolutely. And my second winner is Trevor Simeon. I don't know about you guys. I was floored, absolutely floored when he came into the game because I, like Phil said, I thought he was a – he was doing something else, selling insurance or something. I have no clue. I had no idea he still had an NFL job. And when he came in, I immediately thought of uh, whatever that guy's name was when he did the uh, the Broncos game, the Chargers game. And it was like the, the ESPN guy, the reporter. He's like Sergio uh, Dip. Sergio Dip. Sergio Dip. Yes. <laughs> yes. I immediately thought of that. And I had like a 2016 17 flashback. <laughs> uh, it was crazy. That's so what. Shout out Trevor Simeon. I, I actually thought of Sergio Dip today too because they said, or on Thursday because they said Vance Joseph, and instinctually every time I hear Vance Joseph, oh, yeah. I just think, and he's having the time of his life, Vance Joseph. So I, I coach Vance Joseph here on the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I got Vic Fangio and Vance Joseph messed up. So yeah, thanks for helping me out on that one. No worries, I got you. That's what I'm here to yeah, do. I'm a Sergio Dip connoisseur. Um, my, oh, yeah. my winners this weekend, my first weekend winner was rumors. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Joe Biden was at the Vatican this weekend. Did anybody see this? He was in uh, Italy. No. I think, I think oh, I saw this. Yeah. I know what you're about to say. And, uh, yes, his meeting with the Pope, it went a little long. So on the streets of Rome, they were saying <laughs> what possibly could have happened that his meeting ran so long. And then uh, it came out that the word on the street, the rumor was that he had a quote bathroom incident. And I discovered this because hashtag poopy pants Biden was trending on Twitter this morning. And there was something like 300,000 tweets with poopy pants Biden. So big weekend for the rumors, because don't let the word on the street fool you. It's always there. And second big rumor this week. I mean, this is a huge rumor I'm about to break on this podcast. If you weren't online, Kim Kardashian spotted in the amusement park with Pete Davidson. Cross that off your 2021, just uh, Mad oh Libs God. or whatever the hell yeah. you're doing. Um, big weekend for the rumors because now the scuttlebutt is a plenty. What's going on with the poopy pants and what's going on with Pete Davidson and, you know, Kim K? Big weekend for rumors. I don't think I'll be able to sleep tonight. Up at night dreaming about the possibilities. I just have to know what's going on. Rumors are dominating. They're taking over the world. And, you know, there's more rumors. I saw Bill Murray had to address, because when you Google rumors, you get a lot of results. I don't know if I'm breaking news there, but Bill Murray had to address rumors that he's going to be starring in Ant-Man 3. So I saw that. I saw that, yeah. Rumors are in the hot in the streets. And uh, my second winner is orange and black, because this is a color combination that you don't see other than one week of the year. Orange and black, they go together just for this one week, October 24th to October 31st. And shout out to the NFL, shout out to Roger. This is why he should make more money as well. He found a way to match him up today. 
Browns orange against Steelers black. Helmets, bang. That works. Jets black uniforms today? Play the Bengals orange. Bang. Make it work. That's how you do it right there. 128 mils of bargain. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Let's do, let's do like some that. losers. You want to shoot, okay? Yeah, I'll start. So my first loser this week is the uh, is the bullpen. Uh, so I'm sure you guys saw this. Uh, yeah, prayers up. I'm sure again. you guys saw this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Just, I, I was. Uh, I'm not surprised I was going to steal. I imagine this would steal some. It's going to steal somebody's. But uh, so PETA, which is the something people the for ethical, ethical treatment, treatment of people, animals. Yeah. For ethical treatment of animals, that's right. <laughs> so it's an organization that, uh, you know, basically advocates for, for animals' rights. Um, and they launched a campaign this week um, against Major League Baseball and against baseball, I guess, as an institution, as a sport in general. Uh, and they're calling for the bullpen to be renamed to the arm barn. So in their statement, they said that words matter and baseball – Baseball's bullpens devalue talented players and mock the misery of sensitive animals. So that was what the executive vice president of PETA said. Uh, he went on to say, or she went on to say, PETA encourages Major League Baseball coaches, announcers, players, and fans to change up, change ups. So a little pun in there. She's, oh. she's, she knows how to have fun. <laughs> change up their language okay. and embrace the arm barn instead. I'm going to, um, hey, I don't know about you, but I'm going to use the arm barn for the rest of my life, buddy. I got you, Peter. You, the change-up pun sold me, so I'm yeah. team arm barn. Yeah, and then Twitter was all up in arms because Joe Buck on the next, the, the game immediately following this, proceeded to call the arm barn, the bullpen, whatever you want to call it. He proceeded to call it the bullpen, so... uh Joe Buck was taken. He's getting a little bit political. Get um, canceled. Which I don't think anybody was expecting. Yeah. yeah. A little bit political there by Joe. Um, <laughs> but he took a stand. And so a lot of people were unhappy with him. But uh, but yeah, I think Armbarn kind of sounds kind of cool. I kind of like it a little bit. I was going to say. It's that not sounds bad. classic. But yeah, it's not terrible. And they were, it's not the worst things. thing in and, the world. Honestly, yeah. I think they thought it through. And they're like, let's if we're going to give them an option, let's make a, at least a decent one. I think Armbarn's not even that bad. It's yeah, okay. I think it's decent. I think it's all right. It's yeah. better than bullpen. Yeah, you it's guys, not as classic, but you know what? It's it's all right. Bullpen devalues the you, whatever they said, animals something. I don't know. Vulnerable animals. So get canceled if you use bullpen on this podcast <laughs> yeah. again. If, well if you use it, I'm well beeping said. it out. I'll use this as an example yeah. right now. Yeah. If you say bullpen, it's getting beeped. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. I got you. Thank you. Thank you. And then uh, my second <clears throat> loser this week is lazy Halloween costumes. So this is I want to get on my soapbox here because I got a bone to pick. Um, I've been seeing too many just lazy costumes. I'm talking to you, anybody who put on a you know construction vest with oh, no shirt no. and then called it a Halloween yep. costume, or a Patriots jersey, or anybody that put on a flannel and yeah, or a Patriots jersey with long socks, <laughs> or a flannel and called themselves a lumberjack. Oh my! God. Or any girl that wore an angel wings, you know, angel wings and called themselves an angel. This is going out for all you guys, and you know who you are. I don't have to call you out by name because you know exactly who you are and you know what you've done. Um, Halloween is a time to I like I like guys that show up. Where do you stand on vampire costumes? I think it depends on how much you commit to it, because like, look, if you, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's a fine line. If, if you, you have the fangs and the bloody shirt, it's over. Yeah. 
that's true because there's always a range even if you want to be if you want to be a construction worker i want i want to see a hard hat i want to see a full tool belt with full tools on there yes i want to see a like a full suit like there should be no skin showing because that's not what you're going to wear on a job timberlands um (laughs) so yeah timberlands and i want them to be used i want them broken in yeah Uh, i want dirt on them i want rips you know what i mean nasty i want it sweaty and gross scratches Uh, so yeah and then this is also scratches yeah all those costumes am i missing any lazy ones a shark here that's pretty good no 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 that's no that's your good that screams effort capital e dick is safe too thank you yeah patrick bateman is one too that's like a big uh like you know guys that are into like finance and stuff they dress up as patrick bateman from american cycle there's like there's a few you forgot you forgot cops man they just put on the freaking hat and they're like well i'm a a cop yeah okay yeah (laughs) i like to see my costumes like i like the guys who put on like full suits and masks so you can't even tell who they are they're like at the party and they're wearing like sweaty suits and masks I think so confirmed today owen like liked miles garrett's costume that was effort I, I actually did like his costume i told phil that too i thought it was you know it was a bit corny kind of but i thought it was pretty kind of it was kind of cool i could listen to alex talk about Hand lazy up. halloween costumes for hours uh, everything Me? yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were electric that segment bro <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I'm I'm with Owen on this one. Like, look, come on. Let's like put some effort in. Yeah, class it up here. Yeah. This isn't a, a mom and pop. This is a real diehard situation. So show up That's or right. don't yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh, so basically, we've talked about all my losers. Uh, we talked about the bullpens. <laughs> so Owen stole that one in. And then Phil got in early with Matt Ryan's hand. That was my other loser. Mm. Um, it got smushed like a freaking fruit gusher. So shout out <laughs> Halloween treats. Um, if you're ever... I think I'm gonna start giving out fruit gushers. That might be my next move because I don't. I'm not seeing a lot of fruit gushers being handed out. It's a lot of Kit Kats, mm-hmm. Smarties, Coffee Crisps, and you know who you are. You just buy the, you know, classic ones. The bulk. Um, try yeah. and change it up a little bit. But yeah, that thing looked nasty. Um, he was wiping it off his towel like that was gonna help. I mean, that thing was like draining blood. So maybe call timeout or something. Uh, I don't know why I couldn't go up to the ref and be like, yeah, this is a hazard me like spewing blood everywhere so so yeah his hand was definitely a loser i wish i could have seen josh rosen like grabbing his helmet in preparation to go on he's like oh like it's my time like finally like i've been waiting and then he just promptly throws a pick to get a break so yeah he goes up to matt he's like are you kidding me like like get out now you could get that infected let me take this over (laughs) oh my god (laughs) yeah so those are my losers my losers this week, I got to give a shout out to Deshaun Jackson because he's agreeing to sit out games with the Rams. He sat out today because they're, quote, mutually agreeing to pursue a trade. Bro, like, if, if you're not happy on the Rams, like, like <laughs> bro, you never done anything in your life, have any team success. Why are you not happy on the Rams, man? Where are you trying to go? Where are you trying to go? It's better than the Rams. I don't understand this one bit. The Eagles. He probably he wants to go back for the fourth time. Yeah. The Eagles or Washington. Yeah. Tampa Bay again, maybe, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and my second loser is Chiefs fans because Tyron Matthew, he actually still plays for the Chiefs, Ooh. and uh, he's coming at them. Don't know if you guys saw this, but there was an Instagram post in the, of a Chiefs fan. He was unhappy, and Tyron Matthew went in the comment section and said, this is one of the most toxic fan bases in sports. Uh, somebody told him if he feels that way, he should just leave this offseason. And he responded by saying, somebody gone, pay me. I'm too smart and too good, exclamation point. Um, 
especially when it's such a level-headed guy like Tyron Matthew, you really take these comments to heart. So Chiefs fans are going to be really hurting this week. They're going to be up at night like Alex about the rumors, just with, you know, confirmed fact. 100%. You, you, like, especially given how good the Chiefs defense has been, you'd hate to lose a key piece like that. Yeah. I mean, he's holding them up <laughs> right the now. Defenses. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, yeah. hey, they'd be giving up 100 points a game. Yeah. He's too smart and he's too good. Yeah, I think it's... I think it's time to cancel like the trash on the fans because this is like a new thing I've noticed. Like with Ben, with uh, Crumbum, and with Tyron Matthew, and with the Mets guys, the thumbs down. Like, oh yeah, enough of that. Let's like let's let's nip that in the bud because it's getting too annoying. Like the fans are the fans. Just play better. In the words of Blaine Johnson, the fans will like you if you play better. <laughs> if you play well, the fans will like you. Jason Kelsey, yeah. <laughs> Jason Kelsey, what did I say? Blaine Johnson, same guy, uh, pretty much. Uh, Blaine Johnson, same thing. yeah, basically. Yeah. Just play better, dude. Just be better. City will love you. (laughs) Advice for life. Just be better. Um, Let's do some hot take of the week, and then let's get on at her. Um, I'll I'll shoot, because I got the Chiefs again here. Chiefs are struggling, as we all know, and uh, my man absolutely unleashed the fire in this tweet. I was just dying laughing at this one. I know Owen's really going to like it. He says, quote, Mahomes first time facing adversity, and look what happens. Getting a taste of what Derek Carr, Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan go through every single year. Can't overcome a terrible defense. Doesn't matter how good you are. All of a sudden, people are just now seeing that Mahomes might just be another Carson Wentz. What the hell? Uh, hey, it could happen. Um, I don't know. The guy, if he's right, I'll give him his due because that was a scorching take, pulling up from the sun. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it could be another Oh man, I love Twitter. Nah, you give oh, uh, nothing like you it. Give everybody a mic and look at what happens. Way to go. Yeah. That's horrible. Oh mercy, that's sick. <laughs> that's great. You want to go, Alex? <laughs> Yeah, so my hot take. Uh, so we all saw A.J. Green's uh, muff play on the last second drive on Thursday Night Football. And uh, it was uh, one guy put up a photo of, Le- of LeBron pointing to Jr. You know, the pick where Jr. effed up the last, uh, you know, the 2018 or 19, 2018 finals against the Warriors. And he's pointing to Jr. like, what are you doing? Um, so it was basically like, you know, all the fans and they were pointing at A.J. Green. Um, and then another guy comments on that photo and he says... Um, more like Kyler. And I'm like, okay, why does he think it's more like Kyler instead of AJ Green? And he's like, he had all the other wide receivers open, saw AJ Green was blocking, had his back turned, and still decided to throw at AJ Green. Uh, first of all, that was a perfect pass. Um, and second, he, maybe he threw because he anticipated AJ Green knew the freaking play and would turn around and, to catch the ball and not stare at the crowd in the jumbotron. <laughs> And then another guy read his ludicrous comment and posted a photo of the receivers that were wide open. And let me tell you, there were actually no wide receivers open because everybody was playing perfect man-to-man on the Packers. And his best shot at getting a touchdown was throwing at A.J. Green. So horrible take. Just a classic case of a Kyler hater. Don't go at my boy. I'm, I'm, Kyler, Kyler Murray's really won me over this season. I really liked his, his football. He's honestly must-watch must TV. I, I really like Kyler this year. He, he's played great. So don't go at my boy, Kyler. Um, and yeah, that's just a horrible take. I like it. I like it. We all have our stands. Don't hate on Kyler. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. Kyler's stand. Adam's a Jimmy Garoppolo stand. Um, yeah. 
Owen and I are kind of I mean, Owen. You're Zach. It's Wilson's really those fan. are the two. It's either you're a Jimmy Garoppolo or a Kyler Murray. Those are some of the most electric guys in football. Exactly. That's why you get up to watch on Sundays. Yeah. Well, I mean, they both got legs like the wind, as Jimmy Garoppolo showed us today. <laughs> yeah. Very true. I like last well, quickly. I like that Jimmy Garoppolo when he hits the goal line just disintegrates as a human. He's just crumbling into a ball as fast as he can. It's like I'm in. I'm in. All right, yeah. down. That's how you do it. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Okay. I've got a uh, I've got a great one this week. So <clears throat> OJ Simpson, he uh visited the he went to go watch the Bills play today. Um and he, you know, was sitting in his seats and he he was like he recorded a little video for Twitter and <laughs> what she talks about. He's like, I love the stadium. Uh and he gives his little, you know, analysis for the game, his little preview. It's like a minute and 30 seconds. If you're into that, you can go ahead and watch it. Uh, nothing special. So, I don't. I mean, do what you want. Um, but then my guy uh, responds to him in the comments, and he says, he just unleashes this scorcher of a take. He says, <clears throat> ESPN need to look beyond the murders and hire OJ. He is very good and knows his stuff. So... <laughs> What the hell? Oh my so god! So he's making his position clear. Wow, you just need to look beyond the murders, uh, eh? Hmm. Yeah, he That's said ESPN need to look beyond the murders and hire OJ. So I mean, he is very good and he knows his stuff. Uh, so not a bad take. I agree with him. I'm sure the chemistry look beyond the murders. Yeah, no one would yeah. be scared to do any you know interviews or anything with him. Yeah, no ruffled yeah. feathers if you bring that guy on. Also, yeah. is that guy a talent agent? Because he assessed him on like, like you said, like a one minute worth of previews. Knows yeah. his stuff. He probably okay, did that. I love the stadium, and the Bills need to run the ball. And Josh Allen's an yeah. elite quarterback. Yeah, that's basically what it was. But uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's probably would be a good analysis. You just have to an, an analyst. You just have to you know ignore the the murder and stuff. That's basically it. Mm. And you just hire him up. Mm. 100%. Just just <laughs> just yeah. take the white white paint and just brush that over the resume. Scratch it yeah. over. Scratch it over, but put that over the resume. Everything else looks good. He just needs to not yeah. Everything else looks great. Yeah, just don't submit your criminal record check with the uh it's job application and you're good. Yeah. They ask yeah. for and a the police other thing is, say you forgot. <laughs> and the other thing is like can we stop pretending like OJ Simpson isn't like the victim here. Like he's yeah. literally scared to go to LA because right, he might th- sit beside, but sit beside the true murderer. I think I was gonna say yeah, like true, but I think we, I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Lines are about to get crossed. <laughs> so <laughs> OJ is the Poor victim. Guy, can't go anywhere. I, I so think we're safe. stopping there. Okay, we found our line. Good to know. <laughs> Me and Owen are big OJ guys. <laughs> So as soon as I yeah. heard Owen say uh, OJ Simpson, I was starting to giggle because anything associated with him is funny. Yeah. yeah. If you can look it past is. the murders, it's hilarious. Yeah, that's if, the truth. If you can look past yeah. the murders, yeah. Big caveat. Yeah. It's in the books today. That's a 10 out of 10 for me. It was a good It was a good month of October. I'm pretty pleased with the month as a whole. How are you doing over there, buddy? Went by quick. It did. It did. But I'm worried about my guy over here. He's just been dead for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> Yo, um, no, good show today. Are you guys doing November? Mm, absolutely. Oh, and that means you have to shave. Like, that I have what? to shave? Yeah, you have to shave today to do November. All right, I'll shave Like, tomorrow. you have to be clean shaven on the first day. Yeah, okay. yeah I'll shave probably tomorrow. Right. No, you have to shave today. You can't shave in November. I'll shave tomorrow. I think I'll shave tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no one wants to get in a good 
good nights of good good rest, yeah. good uh, good sleep. Yep. <laughs> he doesn't want to cut himself for anything. You know, you don't want to have any scars on your face while you're shaving. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Take, Take your time. Can't be starting November. You're an electric shaver guy, yeah. which yeah. I'm not. I'm, can't I be do it in November with cuts on your face. I do classic style. <laughs> yeah. Acoustic for shaver. I like that. Acoustic. <laughs> Jesus, you've had a, a hot, hot last 20 minutes of this show. You're killing it. Uh, thank you. Yeah, the arm barn, oh, fire. A- acoustic shaver. Wow. You're on a Lazy Halloween show. costumes. Ah, yeah. You're killing it today. Good for you. Thank you must have had a good weekend. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> He's a philosopher now, so yeah, mm-hmm. I am. Don't forget. True. I am. Any parting words from you over there? I mean, either one of you who wants to go, if you have a parting word. I was going to say, Phil, did you mention what your Halloween costume was yet? Because I feel like the pod needs to know if they if you didn't mention it yet. Uh, it was Mike Ditka, and I did I did it all. I have the vest, so I put it on. I had the tie, I had the khakis, I uh, slicked back the hair, which my my hair felt so gross today. I don't use hair gel to begin with, so it felt pretty nasty. And I had the sunglasses, the mustache. It was good. Adam saw it. Was it? It good? was great. Yeah, we might put the picture on our Instagram. Yes, you should for the fans. You should. You should. Right. We have a nice great. little pic. It was great. It was like really impressive. We might put all our costumes up. Yeah. Maybe Do you have a pick should. of yours, Alex? Yeah, I mean, it's very simple though. Yeah, we can send it in. I we wouldn't can, consider we can it lazy. It I wouldn't consider it lazy. It was very well thought through. And <laughs> let the fans decide. I just put a. Yeah. yeah. We'll let the fans decide. Alex, my girlfriend kept saying I looked like Joe, so that's the best you can do. Alex sends us his picture, and it's actually just him in a cop costume. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, if, if you figured me out, damn. It's exposed. Put these aviator glasses away. <laughs> oh, man. Any, any parting words from you, buddy? No. Um, Go Giants. NFC East. NFC East weekend. Oh, Adam, NFC East weekend. It's not done yet. <laughs> Adam promptly declared <laughs> NFC East weekend and then texted me, damn, why didn't I take the Eagles? Like, you didn't even fulfill the NFC East weekend. Yeah, I switched uh, off that one last minute. That was a big mistake. Okay. One of these weeks, though, you've got to promise us you'll have a, a, an official NFC East weekend. It'll be next week then. Okay. okay. If none of the teams play each other, then you're perfect. Uh, do none of them have buy next, yeah. buy next week? I don't know. We'll Hopefully figure it out. Okay. We'll figure it out on on uh, Thursday morning. How about that? We'll do it. All right. It was fun. I hope everybody had a good Halloween. Enjoy the start to your week. Uh, hopefully the hangovers weren't hitting too bad for most of you this weekend because I know it probably was for some of you. So prayers up if you had to go through them. Enjoy the start to your week. We'll talk to you on Thursday morning. And uh, please uh, try to enjoy Monday Night Football. Just try. We'll talk to you on uh, Thursday.